Good evening. Welcome to No Cap with the Boys. It is sponsored by Body Heavy Massage, Sydney's number one mobile massage service. Now, COVID safe. How are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. How are you, boys? Jacob? Yeah, good, mate. How's your week been? Not much happening, but other than that, it's you good that there's footy tomorrow. You so still training hard? Personally, yeah. Yeah, you COVID safe. Yeah, I, I heard rumours that the intensity's dropped. <laughs> Must work for Fox Sports. Shit, Tony, he's back, the fan favourite. How are we, boys? That's cracking. Nothing, man. Uh, I guess just staying uh, COVID safe during these times. But hey, we've got uh, six full rounds of footy to go to finish off the season, so at least we've got something going. Any chance for Brisbane? No. no another valiant effort on the weekend, just not enough class to get us over the line, similar to the Dogs' performance, I guess. Just the, At least you got your answer. I don't know if we have Adam Reynolds, so... I don't know, you signed a good six or so players. Yeah, I think Doug's like one or two players short of a solid top eight side. Seven or nine. Yeah, something like There's that. nothing else you can think of for Canterbury. Yeah, like you said, Tony, it's the business end of the season. Some teams, their hopes are already dashed, like Brisbane, like the Dogs. The team's up the top, Penrith. I'm talking about them. They've got about how many injuries, suspensions, people having to leave the bubble. They're very distracted up there in yeah. Penrith. Yeah, like... Dotto now gone. Six weeks. Le- leads the comp with run, uh, average running metres or total running metres in the game. And um, he's going to be a massive loss for them. So, unfortunately, six weeks. And now Fisher-Harris away for a few weeks. It's probably That's probably be another th- three weeks. Um, is Arpy suspended Arpy suspended. Well? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he'll be back next week. But Cleary's still out. Yeah, he'll probably also be back next mm. week too. So, they do lose a lot of... <laughs> players and also a lot of leadership i'm trying to think experience. of all the players yo's out five key players out this week but if you look at the team it still looks pretty solid still competitive and you know what melbourne's been in a similar scenario the, throughout the year as well like pappenhausen's been out grant's been out fanukin's been in and out you know like they've had a number of players that have been away but it's just those good teams because they've got such a good structure it's just like that next man up mentality that they have they know how to handle it. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they go this week. Look, I don't personally think they're going to win, but like the, I'm sure they'll be up for the fight. I mean, the big game, obviously, is Penrith-Melbourne. Penrith did beat them early in the year without Cleary, so they kind of have proven they can get the job done without their main guy. But five main guys, like Benny said, that's a lot to overcome. I was thinking without Cleary, I don't think they're a chance of actually winning the comp because I think he's that big of a, a difference to the team. They just look... The attack is just... I look lost. structured. Yeah, a bit, a bit lost, I'd say. Yeah. And compared to Melbourne right now, like comparing <coughs> them back to round two, they've turned it up a level big time since then. So even j- with just the one player out, I don't know if they can beat a, a peak Melbourne storm. Yeah. And because Luai and Cleary... Like we didn't see, like we didn't see them struggle as much at the start of last year when Cleary was suspended. But this year, because Luai and Cleary have formed such a lethal combination, Penrith are used to that. So it allows Luai to do what he wants to do, and Cleary just controls the team. But now, because he's out of the side, Luai's had to take a bit more of a senior role. And you can tell, like, their, their attack hasn't been the best. Well, I know they only beat Brisbane by six and beat them by eight earlier in the year, but, you know, I think if Cleary's there and they're all, you know, 100%, they put on a bigger score. And even against the Warriors, similar story. But, yeah, I don't know. It just, hopefully Cleary comes back soon and then we can <coughs> see him play the way that they used to play before Origin, I think. I think that's the worst thing that happened to him. 
you're right in that sense, but they did get the job done. I think that's the main thing. They're getting the job done without him. Yeah. It's building confidence. It's yeah. building, you know, yeah, just the belief. Who, who they're versing. Yeah. And it's not necessarily bad that Cleary is out for Penrith, you know. That means that Melbourne haven't gotten a chance to go at him. You know, they're saving it for something. Obviously, it's the grand final. So they might spook him when they get to that stage if they converse, true? Yeah, so it's probably a tactical play by Ivan saying that. Not not know, forced, but it's just like by chance. All right, you know, he, could, he could have played this he week, He possibly maybe. could have played. We don't know that. But, but save him for later when they got to watch tape, but it's not going to be against them. So. They, don't, they don't need to win. You know, it's not necessarily the main yeah, thing for them. Top, top two sealed, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, even just get to top four, you'll be all right. Ben, do you think Penrith's still in the hunt? They're going to make the finals and have a decent run at the finals. Do you think full strength, they can beat full strength Melbourne? Um, Probably not. You don't think so? Melbourne's been putting numbers on people without their main players. But this is going to be the second time that Melbourne don't get to verse a full strength Penrith. If they end up versing in the grand final, full strength Penrith, first time, you don't think they can get them Penrith? It's fifty-fifty. They you might uh, they but might you get re- you really think Melbourne? Yeah, because uh, Melbourne's pretty strong without their key players. So Harry Grant, uh, let's say Harry Grant's away, Brandon Smith steps up, Tyson Smoothie steps in uh, on the bench. Like they've got a solid team. Like Dalfinukin's out, Brandon Smith will play lock, Tyson Smoothie will will just play hooker. And do, do you not find that issue though that you look at Melbourne? They just got Ryan Pappenhausen back. It's pretty rusty on the weekend, to be honest. Played about 30. 34. 30-something years. Exactly, yeah. And also, you got those players you're talking about coming back in, Harry Grant. How do they fit back in the team when they're flying? You know what I mean? I think it's harder getting back into a team that's flying. And individually, it might it might hurt some or bruise some egos, right? Well, my, well, I was starting all year. I was doing everything right. Now I'm on the bench. What did I do to deserve that? Well, Harry Grant was 19th man uh, last week. So he's not far away from being back on the bench and being back at his but, number nine position. But doesn't it ruin the chemistry, though, him coming yeah. back into the starting side, Pappenhausen yeah, yeah. coming back to the starting side, and players that were doing their job going the back? The chemistry is at training. So these players train to create this chemistry. And Craig Bellamy's developed his players to know his playbook, his plays, what he wants them to do while they are out on the field for him and for the Melbourne Storm and to perform for the, the jersey that they're, they're wearing. I think as well I think Harry Grant will come off the bench once he does yeah, return definitely, definitely I think he will. did that earlier this year and maybe I think it was the game against the Roosters and he just tore him apart he's done it in Queensland before too and I don't think Brandon's he's been one of their best players so I can't see him sacrificing yeah. his spot for Grant as good as Grant is yeah I can't see him losing his spot I think Smith will stay at 9 and then you'll get Grant coming off the bench but a big one is is Pappenhausen and Hines you know Nico Hines has been in unreal form like he's playing the way Paps was playing last year like just unbelievable so I don't know what they're going to do there like if they're just going to put him back at that number 14 position they tried to play both of them at the same time didn't they last yeah, week yeah I guess you know again it was a bit you saw them struggle. Like, I hadn't seen Melbourne struggle like that against anyone all year. That's the first time, and it was against the Cowboys. I know they've been really, like, they've challenged everyone, but they're not the best team. They're close to the bottom. So, it is a bit of a worry to me yeah. watching that game. Speaking of Bellamy, just signed a new five-year contract. It's massive for the Melbourne Storm. Not necessarily coaching every year, yeah. but he's going to be coaching next year and maybe the year after if he wants to. If not... Obviously, gets to find a young coach and groom him for the next couple of years. Probably his son. 
I doubt that. Yeah, but no, I know his son's part of the coaching. No, he's part of the staff, but I doubt that. It'd probably yeah, be like a Jason Rolls or something. Yeah, or yeah. a Kearney. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but um, please not Steve Kearney. But I mean, if he's under Bellamy, he's always had success under Bellamy. You can't deny that. It'll be good for Melbourne because he'll be there regardless, and he'll secure Brandon Smith. You sure? Don't think so because he Brandon Smith wants to be a starting hooker. Did you hear which club's going after? Yeah, the Roosters. Roosters. Imagine that. Mm. Wait, how old's Bellamy? Sixty-two, I guess. Yeah, I guess the age is the only thing limiting him. He looks young, but he's pretty young for his age. Yeah, pretty fit for his age. He's still doing the preseason with him. Like he could go till the bloody hundred. Honestly, I guess it's his choice rather than (coughs) his actual performance. Um, at the end of the day, and yeah, I don't know. Brendan Smith to the Roosters—that's an interesting one because they've got a couple of hookers there already. So, but not necessarily using him at a hooker. Maybe using him as a lock, like a, a Radley lock. or something. Yeah, imagine him and Radley going at his man. Far out! Yeah. What a combo! <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous, man. And I think he'd heavily consider that offer, oh, especially 100%. being the Roosters. I don't think so. Why not? Because if he's gonna go to Roosters to play lock, he might as well stay out Melbourne and play lock under Bellamy. Possibly, but money talks at the end of the day. How are you going to keep all those players in Melbourne? you got to sacrifice. How does Roosters maintain all those players? Mate, the they've Roosters? just lost half their salary cap. I mean, are we still going on about that? They've lost how many players, man? What's wrong with you? They can't even field a team yeah. anymore. <laughs> I reckon Melbourne would have been in trouble if Bellamy left. I think if he wasn't there for the next couple of years, yeah. then you would have seen... Because we've been waiting for them to drop for how long? You know, if bloody when English left, were like, nah, it's a massive hole. They're gonna, they want a premiership within two years, and then the big three, and then one of them went, nah, they'll drop. They still made a grand final. Ah, oh, Slater's gone. Now they're gone. Now they're definitely gone. They won the grand final again. Y- you see the common denominator. It's Bellamy, and now he stays there. Everyone knows his work ethic. Everyone respects him, loves him over there, and he's got a mellower with the as as time has gone on. He's a genius. He knows what to do. He's got it all down pat now. Anyone can go to the Melbourne Storm become a better player. I think if Melbourne turns into an average side when he goes, that just proves he was the reason. Yeah. They've been so dominant for so long and why he's one of the best. I guess you don't want a situation now where he's the football director, you know, helping a young guy and the young guy's struggling and the young guy can't handle it and he goes back into coaching, but there was no point of that. Yeah. Is but that uh, the same role as Ben Eichen and uh, Gus Gould? It's more on-field stuff, yeah. Okay. It wouldn't be like signing players or anything like that. He's overseen the program on the field, so it's massive for their for their club. Uh, like I, like we were talking about before before we started, there's probably only two spots left in the eight. All right, one to six, it's done. There's only one spot left, and Canberra's going to take it. Okay, who took the second spot? Cronulla's taking seven. Did you hear Sean Johnson got injured or something? Did you hear about that one or? Did you, see, did you see how good Connor Tracy played? I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, talk, I'm focusing points-wise, all right? You get to predict your thing in a sec, all right? To me, it's two spots. There's a big gap between six and seven. It's six points. Manly's not getting overtaken. The top six, they're there. Who takes those last two spots? Uh, old mate here said Sharks takes one of the spots. I don't necessarily agree. I, w- I was going to say Cronulla, but seeing how Sean Johnson got injured and how... How good he is. He's turned into such a good halfback with the way he controls the game and he puts the kicks into the in goal and just hits the right passes at the right time. So that's going to be a big blow. Um, I think if Titans get on the roll, there's still a decent chance of, of getting into it. Especially that, that, new, that new halfback had a good game too. What's his name? Um, Sexton. 
It's your boy, yeah? Toby Saxton. Yeah. Yeah, one of those boys you scouted, huh? He he was in the Bulldogs development. Oh, here we go, another yeah. one. Well, you can't you can't Warriors out. They've they've given up themselves pretty much by letting Roger go. That's another um, big story. <laughs> so Warriors are done. I think Cowboys are done. Tigers, no. just, they're just one of those teams. You don't know what you're going to get. I they're in the hunt, but they are. But I think um, it's going to be Canberra. And now, obviously, with Sean Johnson getting injured, I think that opens up a spot for the Gold Coast. The way St. George have been playing hasn't been too promising. I know they're still in the eight. I know Cronulla and St. George are still there, but there's still six games to go, and I just don't think that to have me, what it takes. To me, on paper, Dragons are the best team out of them. Yeah, but have no. you on seen paper. their team this week? They're horrible. Yeah. I was going to say it's the same thing. I, I think Canberra, even they got all those injuries, they can beat the top sides. They've still got it in them. Oh, yeah. If they try. There's definitely been an attitude change over the past month. Which, uh, 100%. The way that they game against the Titans compared to that game against Para, massive. Yeah, that game against Para was unbelievable. 100%. Unbelievable. Yeah, and I also I agree, man. Titans, man. I think they're going to make a really big run at the end. It's talking about Sharks and Connor Tracy, bro. I could play good against the Dogs. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Connor Tracy, but this this one's yours, Benny. <laughs> oh, who do you think? Who, who are your two teams that are going to make the eight? You said Sharks. Who's the last one? Canberra. Canberra. And if it's not Sharks, I, I reckon Canberra will slide into seven and West Tigers will um, slide into eight. Why the Tigers? I just like them. <coughs> you like Adam Dewey, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Adam right. Dewey. That's it with his bloke. But um, yeah, Newcastle, right. you're saying Newcastle. Mate, I've, I can't stand Newcastle, honestly. Without Ponga, I don't know if you've been listening to the podcast, I wouldn't pay a cent to watch them. Yeah, no, they're pretty... What did he play this week? Sorry. Yeah, he played. Didn't, didn't he play? He had Saroosas. Yeah. Pumped. Pierce, how long is Pierce out for? Because I think with, with Pierce and Ponga out, they're, they're, they're nobody at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've had so many opportunities to beat certain teams and, and get into that eight spot. They just keep failing. They keep failing. It's the same. And the coach got no clue. Like, you watch his press conference. Yeah. This, guy, this guy's meant to be, like, one of the really good young coaches coming, you know, from a, the school of Bellamy, school of Robinson. You know, he's been, he's won titles. Yeah. This guy's got no clue. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know if it's conference. just his, his personality, but he does look a little lost in the press conference. Yeah, I, I wonder so. what's going on. But to, even to be honest, even before the season, hmm. all right, we, like, last year did really, like, they did awesome make the finals. You thought, okay, they're going to go into an, another level, step up here. Injuries don't help. But when you're here before the season, your coach, you know, gets drunk and gets into a fight at the races, all right, because someone said something to him. I mean, what the hell? I mean, what, what, what does that say? How, how does that uh, factor into your team? Just, I'm not saying that's the, the reason, but that's not yeah. a good start to a season. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Was O'Brien in a fight? Yeah, early in the season. He just doesn't seem to have any answers at the moment. I don't, I don't blame him, but because injuries again, not having Pierce is a massive blow. But man, they've lost to some teams that they should not have lost to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. And like you were saying, he comes from a good system at Newcastle, at Melbourne. I'm not sure if he was at the Roosters before as well. Right, he was at the Roosters for the year they won, and then yeah. he went there. And he went to so the he's been at the two top clubs over the past, what, five, six years. So, um, yeah, I'm not too sure what's going on there. I don't know if he's got the support network. I'm not sure if he's taken on the role too early, you know, so. I mean, if you're an assistant coach for 11 years, mm. surely you've done your apprenticeship. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Moving on. Some signings just happened the last week for next year. Uh, Finucane to the Sharks. Long-term deal at 30. Yeah, they're starting to build a good team there. Yeah, I mean, they've gotten some decent signings. I guess defensive-minded there with um, getting Finucane for Fitzgibbon. But 
he's a leader for Newcastle. You know, that's 100%. something that's something a lot of teams that have been signing certain players lack. I signed this guy. He makes a massive difference to that pack. Hundred percent. He's a leader. He's played Origins. He's won Grand Finals. Won Origins. <laughs> he's done it all. Craig Bellamy speaks so highly of him. So that's a massive sort of reference. Like you know, like what more do you need? So he's going to be massive for for Cronulla. They've also got leaders there too, like Wade Graham, for example. They've got McInnes coming from from the Dragons, who's going to help as well, and obviously Nico Hines. So they've got a exciting side, and they they do have some good juniors coming through too. So they will be a good team to watch in the coming years, I reckon. Yeah, I was I was surprised by the journalists blasting the Tigers for not getting Finucan. Like I was just I know it's a bit off the off the point here, but um. I'm just thinking in my head, like, what about if Maguire just doesn't want to get him? What about if it doesn't fit his, the team that he's trying to go for? Like, they got Tamo a year or two ago, and what's he done to the team? I know Finucane's, I think, a more reliable player than him, but what about if it's just it's not fitting the mould of the team that the coach personally wants? So I just don't see the unnecessary attack on him yeah. as a coach. I think but they're having a crack at the Tigers because they've had a few players on their aid that they haven't been able to sign, like Pangai. And now Fanukan, and there's been a few others. So, but does that fall on the coach? No way. No, no. I think it's just oh, the coach probably has a, a say in the reputation of the team of the club. But he he necessarily isn't the guy to no. finalise the deal. No, no. But, that's but, to the guys, their CEO, yeah. the people that run the club. That's their job. But if if a club comes to you, if Tigers come to you, a Bulldogs come to you, and a Cronulla come to you, like I know Bulldogs aren't playing the best football at the moment, but. You look at their facilities, you look at what they're building, who they've brought in, who you're going to pick. But it's, it's the way you do business. All yeah. right? And you hear the, the way they, they approach Pangai. They wanted Pangai. Pangai was open to it. Then they go, no, nah, we don't want him. The dogs offered him. Like, oh, we'll throw an extra 500k on top. Yeah. yeah. That's not how you do business, man. Of course, it's not going to go to you. You know, you already showed your hand. You don't want him. Why would a player go back to you just for more money? Like, yeah. you can't think players are that shallow. I mean... You can't do business like that. That's the, and if that's how they've been doing business for the last couple of years, no wonder they haven't gotten their signings. Yeah, I think they're going to be tested within the next year or so when um, when Laurie and Dewey get off the market because they're starting to fire for the Tigers now. They should be there for the long term. So if they let them go, then there's big, big problems at the club. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's their future. That's their future right there. You know? oh, I think and Dewey's great. I think he's been killing it oh, every been, week. Yeah, he's been playing out of his mind this year. And it's sad because... You don't see the results from no. a team perspective, but him individually, you watch it, he's carrying them half the time. Paul Vaughan to the dogs today, that's a massive signing for Canterbury, one-year deal. Yeah. Yeah, 400K. I mean, they're the only team that's been doing these one-year oh, deals. it's been less than 400. I'll be uh, less? Yeah, it was less than half yeah. of his 800, so I'd say probably about three three fifty. he's getting paid for one year. That's what you're paying for an origin forward. It's not bad. Obviously, he comes with a bit of a bad sort of reputation, but... What's this guy throw a barbecue, man? Yeah, Come on. And all his mates came over, you know, like, <laughs> yes, it's wrong, it's right, whatever. But, um, <laughs> throw him in jail, man. Yeah. Just, I don't know, one year's good. It's it's safe for both the club, for, for definitely for the club. And it also gives him a chance to prove his worth. And if he wants another contract, well, yeah, we'll up your contract, but you've got to prove it. Same with Dufty. So they've been able to get both these guys on one-year deals. I think it's a safe play by the dogs. And who knows, there might be someone else on the market that they want and they're trying to fill the time. Or they're saying, if you want to be here long-term, no other club showing interest, we're going to give you a crack. Prove to us why you're worth this certain amount of money for this certain amount of years. To have the ability to do that one-year contract, that's unheard of in this yeah. day and age. It's a feel-good method. I mean, Dufty got signed one year before Gus, didn't he? Or you think Gus had a say in that one? I think Gus had a, a play in that one. Uh, these, are, these are his rumours, man. I mean, 
yeah, but don't you think that uh, he would have spoken to someone and then told him this is a, a, a good oh, you prospect? Can, you can't say yes and you can't say no. Look, I mean, I wish we signed Napa to a one-year deal instead of a friggin' three-year deal and then turns out, you know, he hasn't done his best, honestly. Yeah, well, unfortunately, he won't be there at the club next year for himself. Yeah, unfortunately. I like how Gus has sort of come out and said we'll give Flanagan a crack and I think he deserves I a mean crack. I he's there. Why yeah. not? Yeah, I think you need a solid halfback next year besides Burden because as much as I like Burden, I feel like in the halves this year he hasn't fully cemented his spot as a very good half. He's a great centre. I think he's a better centre than a half at this point. It'll be interesting to see how well he goes next year in the halves. But it tells you a lot about this guy. He's never played centre. Goes to centre. Probably one of the top three centres in the game. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's like the skill and ability he's got. I guess playing half as a backup, you don't want to take over too much. You're trying to play into their system at Penrith. He probably yeah. has his own way of playing, and you might see that at the Dogs that are like him at a more comfortable position. But you're right, he's young, man. You don't expect him to take over. If Flanagan can prove himself in the last couple of weeks, why not try him next year? I mean, he's been slagged off. We don't know what's wrong with him. He's had injuries. Probably his confidence is shot. If his confidence is up, he's a really good player. But I don't know. There might be some underlying issues there because maybe I don't know why he got he's been dropped for so long in the in the first place. No clue, no clue. Ben, you happy with Paul Vaughan or what? I'm ecstatic because of how much we picked him up for. That's all you care about the money, eh? Yeah, that's all he cares. As long as it's been overpaid for him. Yeah, well, well, which we didn't. Which we didn't. He's worth the money. Yeah. All right. What if he does play well? Would you re-sign him and give him a bit extra on top? How how much a bit extra? How much? Um, probably an extra hundred k. So only four fifty you're gonna you'd spend on him. Hundred, hundred and fifty. So no, nothing above the five hundred thousand. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you wanted to say something about the Queensland government, didn't you? You've got a issue with them, don't you? What's yeah, wrong with them? Yeah. Um, Anastasia was uh, has put like heavy protocols. Who's Anastasia? Anastasia Palaszczuk, the Lord, the, the Premier, Lord Premier, the the Premier of yeah. um, Queensland. One of our play, one of the NRL players decided to go outside his apartment to his balcony to catch some fresh air. Mm-hmm. Now he's copped a one-game ban and seven and a half thousand dollar fine. Which is unnecessary. Because he broke COVID protocol. He broke COVID protocols. He okay. just wanted fresh air. No, I'm with you. It's stupid. 100%. But why, why, are you, why are you blaming the Premier of Queensland? Well, she... Did, she... did she go and take the photo? No, she didn't take the did photo. Did she catch him in his undies? No, she didn't catch him in his undies. So, I mean... She, uh, she couldn't catch him in his undies. She okay. Don't go. Okay, but why would you blame her? That's She put the, had to put the rules in place like that. I mean... The real enemy is the media, is the Daily Telegraph and Courier Mail and all those rubbish newspapers that stalk these guys every single day outside their apartment waiting for them to break the rules. Bro, the guy wants to go hang out there watching or whatever the hell he does. They're out there. It's not the Premier. It's not the Queensland. They have to do their due diligence. They have to make these calls because all they need proof is, oh, did you tape up your thing? Oh, thanks. Then you can open it. Who cares? What, are they going to go and choke inside and, and suffocate? Yeah, like... Uh, but why would you blame the Premier? It's the media's fault. They're the ones stalking the players to get a story out so of them. So it's Kenty and Buzz? All of them. Stuff them all when it comes to this. No, I'm serious. It's like when they chase the Bulldogs on the Mad Monday. Who asked them to be at the Mad Monday and catch them? <laughs> in 2012, I think, yeah. after the Melbourne final. That, even the one with Adam Elliott and, oh, you yeah. know what I mean, that yeah. one. And Michael Leitra. Oh, was that funny, was it? <laughs> Good old mate, Michael Leacher. No, honestly, like, okay, the rules are shit. I'm no doubt about that. You're right. What a dopey rule. Clock COVID transmits when you go into your veranda, honestly. 
Fun fact of the day, there's been zero outside transmissions since the pandemic began last year, so... I mean, uh, man, we could do a whole podcast on that, I mean, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but look, again, I mean, that, that in itself tells you why the hell shouldn't they be allowed on their balcony? But regardless, that's the rule, yeah? Yeah, I think, like, they're just trying to show the government that... The NRL trying to show the government, like, these are the stuff we've got in place to yeah. let this game run. Yeah, I feel so. like it's all about reputation at the end. And that's yeah, just that's NRL. what it is. That's always been NRL's biggest. Yeah, but why, is it so, why are the media so dopey? Yeah. Why are you trying to end the game and then talk about it? I don't get that. Why do you have to do that? Because well, that's how they sell. What, sell, sell what? You're, you're killing your own careers now. Yeah, I know. What are you going to talk in the in the bunker like you did last year, Fox League Live, and do them dumb podcasts for four hours each? And invite Des Haslow or, or some re- shit. Or re-commentate old games. Or re-commentate old games. What, what are they doing? Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the part I don't understand. And now he's got to pay a 7.5k fine. That and in itself is dumb. Is he suspended as well? Or? One game. One game So suspension. they're not allowed to go out on their balconies? The, nothing. They've got to stay in there and suffocate inside. Well, wow, that's like... Prison. I mean, I that's think it's been... literally prison. No, no, it's been lifted tonight. It's been lifted tonight for the players. But for the partners and the wives and, and the kids, that's for next week, I think. That's that's a bit extreme considering there's no cases in Queensland anyway. So, so This is dumb. I mean, like I said, how does it transmit? How are you in danger going onto your balcony? How? <laughs> I don't get it. Here's an ad from our sponsor. The following announcement has been paid for by... Body Envy Massage. So we uh, do massages all over Sydney. We're mobile. We come straight directly to you. We take bookings over DMs and um, text message. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We've also got a website, bodyenvymassage.com.au. On Insta, it's Body Envy Massage. Facebook, it's Body Envy Massage 17. We're mobile all over Sydney, so we travel to the north, to the east. Sydney's number one. Sydney's number Sydney's one. Sydney's number one. You can't get better than this guy. All right, we're back. It's round 20 in the NRL. First game is tomorrow night, the Roosters against Parramatta. Nice save, Ben. Yeah, Parramatta disappointed last week against Canberra. I mean, Sterlis come out on YouTube and, and said that, you know, they're done for the year. They're too predictable. Um, they can't beat the big teams. I think it's a bit premature. They got they had no Mitchell Moses last week. He's a massive key yeah. this year to their to their success. I don't I, I don't know because I heard him on Triple M saying that he's not really blaming the Eels for losing, but he's rather praising Canberra for winning that game, considering how good they played. But um, yeah, I agree with you on Moses 100. Yeah. percent They just they didn't have that that flair and attack that they usually have. Yeah. Is he back this week? No, they don't know when he's back. Yeah. I think Roosters will get him this they week then. Last week it was just a very tough game. It was just one out, one out, bashing each other, and but like they just didn't take their chances. I think like you know when Arthur set it up for Brown and he dropped it, you know that that would have leveled the game, and then Sivo not scoring right at the end. So just things like that, you know. Roosters have a few outs themselves, so it's going to be one of those games. So other than that, Paramount have pretty much got everyone playing. You know, without Moses, they're they're pretty much stuck. So, like, they've got no reason not to win. I think if they want to sort of make a statement in the finals on the back end of the season, because you've got to remember their next six games include five of the top six teams, and they're the other team in the top six. So, yeah. don't count the Roosters out, but they they played well yeah. last week. They did, they did. They came um, back into a bit of form last week, a bit of confidence back in the team. Look, Billy yeah. Smith, Ikavalu out. It's massive. Yeah, now they got Manu on the wing. I'm not sure. 
I, I think he's going to have a bit of a roaming role there. Yeah, You'd I'd expect I'd, that. I'd, yeah, Josh know. Morris back. Uh, it'll be a close game, man. And again, this is a game Parramatta should win. If they lose, builds more pressure on them. I'm so going to pick yeah. the Roosters by 15. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, can I just say something? When's the last time a team won by 15? <laughs> I don't know. Rugby <laughs> Union. Okay. Tony. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Roosters in a close one. I'm going to go Para 1-12. to 12. It's going to be a tight affair. Yeah, I'll go Para. <coughs> just a big close game. Friday night, West Tigers, Warriors at Suncorp. Uh, Warriors, obviously Herge, Tuvasa Shek has left the game officially. So and so Armel's gone back and to And Armel's gone back yeah. to New Zealand. Disappointing um, news for them, but I guess they may as well move on. They, they don't really have a shot at the finals. Well, it's because uh, I think New Zealand's introducing like an eight-week uh, travel yeah, ban or the something. Yeah, the bubble, the bubble so they can make it back to New Zealand because they might not be allowed back for a while yeah. if you stay in Australia. So, But regardless... Peter Hickey playing five eight just tells you the story of their season. I mean, I don't get that. Especially if you've got Walsh at fullback, you might as well just put him at six and then just get Dallin or someone at fullback. And exactly. You know, so. Tigers again, man. They had opportunities last week against Manly. Again, it's a typical Tigers game. They're in the game, you know. They, they get a, they get on a bit of a roll, one mistake, and then on the other side it costs them a try, and then they just get into a bloody collapse. Yeah. It's just disappointing. That's the story of their season. They, they, look, they should win. They honestly should win here. I'll go with Tigers. Yeah, I'm going to back the Tigers here, 1 to 12. Yeah, yeah, Tigers 13 plus. That's, that's a special, is it? Um, I'm just going to go with the Tigers too. Why not? Uh, later that night, Broncos, Cowboys. Hey, both teams played awesome against the top two sides last week. Unlucky not to win uh, both of them. I guess Broncos lacked the, we were talking about before, they lacked a bit of direction. If Adam Reynolds plays last week, they probably win. Cowboys, yeah, hard done by. Man, that try, they got disallowed. I think it was early on the, in the game. Man, I mean, I don't get that. I just don't get the obstruction rule anymore. Like, yeah. no, one was, in, no one was impeded. That. You two both coach. Explain the obstruction rule. You can't catch it. You can't catch inside. it inside the shoulder of yeah. the of the block runner. And if you're running through the line, you've got to go through the line. You can't stop. Uh, but again, that kind of try should deserve... Like, the way they scored that, no one got impeded. That deserves... Yeah. Uh, it was just perfectly executed, man. Uh, I think they just got to add a simple fix to it. it. Was it significant on the play or not? Have some common sense yeah. to it. That's yeah. all you got to apply. It's like when a player's offside. Was he active or passive for him to be actually penalised for Because so the thing is, that kind of that kind of play, if it's if it doesn't lead to a try, no one says a word. That's right. No yeah, one that's says right. a word. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't get... Jake Granville plays fullback. I mean, yeah, what was going on there? I mean, which player that was a dummy half later in the career goes to fullback? I mean, I've never heard. Oh, of I heard he was a fullback uh, at his juniors. Yeah, uh, uh, Wyndham Seagulls. Wyndham, Wyndham Manly out there. Yeah, mate, he's thirty. How old is he? Thirty-three yeah. or something. He's, he's named that fullback this week. He's wearing <laughs> number one. <sighs> just for that, just for that reason, I'm going Broncos. I'm going Brisbane too by a lot. Yeah, I reckon uh, the Broncos. I think Brisbane in a close one. I heard Tessie Nee's not signed, bro. They better sign him. Yeah, I saw that today. They reckon they don't have enough money to sign him. So. But they signed Pereira. From the Dragons? From the Dragons. Yeah. It's a stranger on that one. To, ba- to be a backup, I, I don't get it. Dragons, Rabbitohs. Um, yeah, enough said, Rabbitohs. Yeah, I think, you know, you look at the Dragons team this week. They're struggling for numbers. They've got 
Um, a lot of juniors playing this week. Might be a good thing for him that, you know, a lot of fresh young blood coming through. But I think just the way the Rabbitohs have been playing recently, you know, they're, they're starting to look good heading into the back end of the season. And I think they're going to re- make a really big statement um, this year. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're probably there in final round of the year. So I, I'd imagine that they're a good chance of making the grand final. Oh, so look, it starts now, I think. The only issue is the top two teams. Everyone else they can take care of. Just when they get to Penrith and, and Melbourne, yeah. they struggle. So I think, and I think yeah. they're up there with Penrith at the moment, the way they're playing. So yeah, um, so yeah, Rabbitohs obviously. Yeah, Rabbits thirteen plus. Um, Rabbits, Rabbits boy, forty. Another bummer of a game. Knights Raiders. Raiders, I was really impressed last week. They were, they were really good against Parramatta. Their intensity in defence, they didn't let up. Like, I, you haven't seen that in a while from, from Canberra. They usually, first yeah. half is good, and second half they just, just let go. Yeah, Rapana's been good for them, and so has Corey Hardware and Naira. So they've both been massive for them. And so with this game, it's one of those things where both teams are fighting for those six, uh, seven and eight spots. So I expect this to be very competitive, and you know, I think Canberra will win because I think they're just in better form, and you know, I think that they're starting to look good and hopefully secure a top eight spot. Big ins for Newcastle. Mitchell Pearce is on the squad. Maybe a late call up. Bradman Best is back. David Clemmer. So they got some quality back in the team. They'll be up for it, man. But yeah, Canberra just for me. Yeah. yeah. I think they're going to struggle because they're just away from home for the rest of the season and they're very dependent on on their home mm. ground for, for them sort of wins. So I'm going to go Canberra. Um, I'm going to go Canberra too by 12. This would be the game of the round. I guess it's still game of the round. Grand final rematch. Storm Panthers. We talked a bit about them before. Penrith, a lot of outs for them. Uh, Storm. Honestly, just who they've got on the paddock. I just got to go Storm just. Yeah, I think the lineup obviously a big factor. And I think because of that, Melbourne, they've just looked the better team most past few weeks. And Penrith looked like they've struggled a bit. So I think Melbourne are just too smart and will be able to handle the occasion better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Melbourne by 20 or more. If they're playing their best, I I can't see them winning by less than that. Melbourne by at least 20. Sweet. Uh, Dogs, Titans. Titans, I mean, they looked a new team last week against the Dragons. Killed it. Toby Sexton, we talked about him. Awesome debut. Canterbury, they just let the Sharks get to an early, early lead, man. And they, they competed as soon as that. Like They competed second half, but it's just too late. Flanagan's back. Yeah, I mean, surely Titans win this one. It's at their, it's their, it's not even their home game, but it's at their home ground. Yeah, you know the Titans, they're starting to come good as well. Like we said earlier, they'll probably be a top eight team. Um, at that factor, getting yeah. to play most of their games at home yeah. for the rest of the year, thirteen teams don't get that luxury. So, That's right. yeah, I think Titans comfortably here. I think Titans in a close one. I think Dogs will will have another good effort. I just don't know if they have the. Um, the plays to get them over the line. I think Titans will outscore them, but it'll be a high-scoring game. Dogs by 12. They don't have the points. What do you mean, dogs by 12? Boy, you can't just say dogs by 12 in. <laughs> I reckon Flano is going to have a big game this week. Okay, there we go. Fair enough. You believe in him. Yeah, so Phil Gould's given him a chance and has told him, and has told him look, we're keeping you on next year. Show us what you got. Let's finish off the year strong. Well, that's what it'd be. That's that, that's the whole point of the rest of the year for Gus. It's to see who's worth keeping, who's not. Yeah, who was the five eighth in that game for dogs? Uh, Avrilo. Okay, so they've dropped Lewis. Yeah, mm. he's Fair been enough. playing too good. Yeah, Titans. I think I said that. But anyway, Sharks Seagulls last game of the round. Again, Sharks good win last week, but it was Canterbury and Seagulls. 
I mean, they look unstoppable. I mean, oh. they, they can see 20, but they score 50 a game. Yeah. yeah. I actually think they're on top of the Bunnies <coughs> in terms of that premiership run. Like, I think if you, could, if you eliminate rounds one to six, I think they've outplayed Bunnies and Para up until then. Yeah. And when they're on the attack, they're almost unstoppable with Tommy at the back then. Even yeah. their forwards, very underrated. Oh, yeah. Very oh, good. Yeah. They're, they're the emergence of Schuster, Hamule, yeah, Paseca. They had really good players in their place before that, like Curtis Siren and those boys, but they've all stepped up. Yeah, I, I think they've got Melbourne next week, so that's going to be a, yeah. that's gonna be a big game. game. With Fanua Blake going, like, a lot of people were questioning, you know, they're going to lack a bit of punch in the middle, but their forwards have just taken it on and they've been so, so entertaining to watch. And because, I know it's six versus seven, but because um, obviously Johnson being out and then Trevojevic and, and Cherry Evans being back, I think yeah, they'll uh, put on a clinic. I think, it, yeah, Seagulls by a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Seagulls by at least 20 as well. Seagulls by 30. All right. Yeah, I don't need to explain that. That's fairly self-explanatory. All right, that's the games. Uh, build, it's your segment. And, you know, you haven't been around the grounds. I mean, we've been locked down. No stories. No one's answering your calls. You're the oracle. So, you know what, we've decided to test you this week, all right? I'm still in the game of uh, a well-known show, Inside the NBA, all right? They play with Charles Barkley. They want to test your knowledge, all right, of certain players. It's time to play... Who he play for? All right? You need me to explain it? Please. Okay. I'm going to tell you five names, all right? Each name, you get about 20 seconds. You just got to tell me who they play for. Who he play for? Easy. Ready to go? Ready to go. Ready to go, boys? All right, first player, Zach Sini. He started off out as a Penrith Jr. and he plays for the West Tigers. I didn't ask for a life story, <laughs> but good start. Good start. I should have made this harder. All right, Jermaine Jolliffe. Um, he plays for Penrith. <coughs> Jermaine Jolliffe. Oh, that's Jermaine Hopkins. Oh, God. <laughs> you got it wrong. You got it bloody wrong, mate. Sorry, any comments here? Gold Coast. Gold Coast, I said. Gold Coast. Was he at Penrith? This guy knows everyone's life story. I don't know. There's Jermaine Hopgood. You probably got him mixed up with him. All right. Next player. Isaac Lumi Lumi. Who he play for? 15 seconds. The Roosters? No. <laughs> Storm. Okay. Ah, close, man. We know this, man. Come on. All right. Area. This should be an easy one. All right. Sean Russell. Who he play for? He um, is a Rouse Hill Rhino Jr. and he plays for Paramount. Yes. He <laughs> got I two. Love I love that from you, mate. All right. This is it. This is the last one. All right. You get this, you win the game. You, you, you stuff this up. I'm sorry, man. Taniella Otokolo. Who he play for? Manly Seagulls. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Warriors. Ah, the Warriors. He plays for the Warriors. Good effort, Ben. Thanks. That was a really good effort. Two out of six. Thoughts, boys? No, that was good. Two, Two out, out of five. five. Two out of five. I mean, this guy. <laughs> Who good. else did I say? A few tricky ones. <laughs> you said... Oh, yeah, all right. I mean, you're close. I mean, you are the Oracle. You got some right, so there is some... There's something there for you. All right. Any any thoughts there, Tony? 
on his performance. Look, I, th- I think he done well because I don't even know who that last player is. Does he even play first grade? Do you think I, I know, I man? I don't know if he's played at NRL, but he's always been around the top. I think I, w- I went to zero <laughs> tackle. I looked at the gains and losses. I just looked at the name that, yeah, he's not getting this one. Thanks, Ben. No worries. We're not going to play this till next year, to be honest with you. So I know what you're going to do. You're going to go start searching players and searching every bloody... Uh, you're probably better off testing him next week to see how good his research is. <laughs> we might. He's got nothing else to do. We might. I mean, who knows? Busy working. Yeah, oh, yeah, working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Health, yeah. health worker. Anyway. Yeah. All right, boys. That was good. Uh, Jacob, thank you. Thanks, boys. Tony, thank you, mate. Welcome Cheers, back. Cheers, boys. See you in about six weeks. Finals. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, hopefully. And Ben. It's always a pleasure. You're the star of the show, man. Thank you. Thank All you. All right. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy the footy. See you next week.